are back again for another week of the Sean and G podcast. It is Lockdown Thoughts. My name's Sean. It's great to be joining you this evening or whatever time it might be uh, that you're dialing in. Now, time to introduce my esteemed co-host. He is the sunshine after every hurricane. It is G. How are you going, my friend? Good, Sean. I mean, the words of Andy Lee, welcome to the podcast that no one is listening to. <laughs> Look, it turns out there's a handful of people listening because I put a little poll out uh, during the week leading up to the recording of this one, and we got a few responses, which is always good to see. Um, for, make sure you follow us on Instagram um, and Facebook so you can join in those uh, little polls. Uh, but Tonight, we're going to be talking about bad habits during COVID. Before we get to that particular topic and a few curly little responses we got from our from our audience, gee, what are you drinking this evening? Well, I was feeling a bit flat this evening, so I've gone for what? something a little bit left field. Yeah, just past mm. couple of days. So I've dipped into the, the cupboard and I've got coffee uh, with a splash of Baileys. So oh. it really, really me up, but... Perfect. It's not too late for coffee when there's some Baileys in it, is it? No, not at all. And you know what? The weather's been a little bit cooler, so I think the the Baileys would be. It reminds me of one of those ones. It's like for a for a nice winter's a winter's day, you know, by the by the fire. That's that's what I think of when I think of Baileys. Uh, for me though, I'm having a, another one of these delicious gins. I'm having it with just a splash of soda water. It's um it's the one from Bondi I was telling you about, G, and I don't know how to pronounce it because on and I'm keen for your thoughts here. On the label, it just has the end symbol. And I don't know whether it's it's in whether it's gin end, because it's got a little gin written above it, like gin end, because you can have it with anything, right? Gin end Tony. I turned the, the, the label around and on the back of it, the company's name was Ampisand which is the, the technical name for, for that particular symbol. So I still don't know how, how I should be referring to this particular bottle, but it is delicious. I like your initial thoughts. Gin end, because gin goes with basically anything, doesn't it? Well, baked dinner, yeah, it goes with that. Um, a nice walk <laughs> along the beach, yeah, that'll do. Uh, what doesn't it go with? Uh, let us know. I'm sure there's something. Um, I don't know, maybe Thai food? Don't know. Um, so we are talking about bad habits during COVID, and we've We've like, let's be honest. You and I, we've picked up a few bad habits. Um, me probably calling you before eleven o'clock, before you've even woken up, and and you, um, I don't know. What's your bad habit, mate? Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I'm making Gladys's morning address at eleven a.m. The alarm <laughs> is a really bad habit. <laughs> I think we actually come naturally into a few of these topics because thinking back to a few of our earlier episodes and COVID confessions you know mine was what it was we don't have to touch on it again no touch on it tell tell the crew what was the bad habit <laughs> what was what was the confession on the odd occasion day gets away from you and you just happen to have a shower and get back into your pajamas and I think that's a bad COVID habit which I have now put an end to oh, happy well, done. well done <laughs> I'm proud of you um, some of the other ones, or one I'll share with you that that we heard from was the, it's uh it's it's the rising trend of vaping. So it seems that the the young folk and quite a few people sent sent this one in, um, but vaping. Gee, I remember when we were 
on holiday in Wellington, New Zealand, and we were we were in a club, and it was like the first realization that vaping was a thing. This is going back a few years because in Australia, vaping wasn't really everywhere yet. Um, but that's where we kind of like looked at each other. And we went, well, what is this thing? It smells like blueberries. And I'm in a nightclub. What's going on here? But now, fast forward, it seems like everyone's vaping. Is it just me yeah. or is that what's going on? Yeah. No, that's, it has it has taken off. I've seen a few vape stores um, around. I've seen one in Coffs recently, actually. So something that's really taken off. And I think there's plenty of, I guess, positives to it from a smoker standpoint. A bit cheaper, lasts a bit longer get more puffs out of the vape um, and and as you said the flavor i, I hear I'm not really we just hear we, we we don't know ourselves we just hear. yeah maybe it's something we've got to test the market with but i hear there's so many flavors so um that's probably what's driving it at the moment what's a flavor that you wouldn't find in a vape do you reckon yeah well I, when you said blueberry i was thinking how like how does that work what's that flavor like so i don't know what about like coriander flavored vape or uh, what's what's an ingredient your mum would use for a for for a delicious home cooked meal like a particular spice? Curry powder, curry powder vapor. You reckon that would go? Is that a, is there a market for that? I mean, there has to be. maybe there has to be. There's got to be. Um, so look, vaping, yeah, it seems to be on the rise, and I've heard again, wouldn't know myself, but I've heard that if you go into um, one of the mini marts or the corner stores or whatever, and make sure there's no one else in the store. And you, you talk to the the shopkeeper and ask him for what might be behind the uh, behind the counter. That's where you get the real deal vapes. So there's there's the vapes that the uh, the ordinary person might get their hands on. They're the ones that you know most um, you know, young young folk are probably getting around with. But there's one. It's it's kind of underground. It's a little bit. It's a bit. Uh, yeah, it's a bit edgy. It's a bit cool. It's a bit bit stronger, and I don't know what the flavors are, but apparently it gives you a it gives you a little buzz. So what you're saying is, just like any good product, there's an even better product on the secondary market. <laughs> well, apparently so. Um, yeah, look, uh, I'm not saying that there's a whole illegal trade going on. I wouldn't go that far, uh, but what I would say is that um, not every schmuck can get their hands on the quality stuff. <laughs> true, true. Now, another uh, bad habit during COVID is uh, is very much in alignment with your uh, COVID confession. It's just not getting out of bed in the morning. People choosing to just snooze through through the day. Um, do you reckon people are getting up later during COVID? Yeah, yeah. As you'll see when we uh, investigate the trend shortly, um, it it's some of the things that I guess you know, that relate to discipline, I guess, where it's, you know, you've got really nothing driving you that day, no reason to get out of bed. You can have a bit of a slower start. So certainly understand people taking it a bit easy. You said that Uber Eats is uh, is happening up in Coffs now. Is that the case? Yeah. Yeah, Uber Eats and Deliveroo uh, and Menulog was the other one that have taken off. Mm. Because another one of our little messages in we got, and I know who this was from, and I'm not going to disclose their name, but they're a very, very naughty person for disclosing this. But even when their mum cooks them a nice home-cooked meal, they're choosing to order Uber Eats instead. 
What are your thoughts on this one? Because as someone who hasn't seen their mum for a while and definitely is missing that home-cooked lasagna or lasagna, depending on where you, which side of the fence you sit, <laughs> the idea of passing up mum's home-cooked meal so I can order some Uber Eats, oh, mate, it doesn't sit well with me. I love that. As a fellow foodie, I absolutely love that because there's a – there's a little um, Mexican girl I'm going to quote here, and she's she's on an ad by Old El Paso. <laughs> soft, tel, ta, soft shell tacos and hard shell tacos. And everyone's, you know, arguing over which one you have, and then she just says, but again, on my stores. Why don't we have both? <laughs> so I love that people are having both. I would do exactly the same. Shout out to Mikey who let us know that he eats 19 times a day. Because <laughs> I bet you there's a little bit of Uber Eats in that. You know, uh, the last time I was up in Coffs, I, I, a buddy of mine, Ollie, who came down from Byron, and we went surfing in, in Coffs and had a little surf at, um, I think it was at Macaulay's perhaps. And then so we went to the Hoi Moe afterwards because we were starving and we just wanted to go have a beer, grab some uh, salt vinegar chips, as you do, have a sniff out of the bag. Ooh, <laughs> a little, little high. But then we were like, oh, it's five in the afternoon, mum's dinner, and she was cooking, she's slow slow roasting a lamb. It wasn't going to be ready till about 7.30, and it's five o'clock, and we are starving. We've, we've probably had, uh, you know, two, three-hour surf, we're absolutely stuffed. So we decided, like, just to have a little sneaky, uh, sneaky uh, chicken schnitzel. The $10 snitty at the hoey. Now... I feel like my schnitzel was about four chickens worth because the thing was bigger than the plate. Uh, but I was so hungry, so was Ollie. We absolutely smashed it. Get home, it's now seven o'clock, and then we get there and, and dinner's served up on the table. And I know how much effort my mum has gone to for this meal. And we are to Jenny. We're stuffed. Yeah, shout out to, to Jen. And... Um, we sat there. She doesn't actually know this story, and she listens to the podcast. So this is a big, big disclosure here. I might have to go have a coffee with her next week once she's heard this, because I remember this clearly. <laughs> we get home. We've just had the biggest schnitzel in the world for afternoon tea, and then she's got the slow roast lamb and veg served up like a mountain on a plate for dinner, <laughs> and she says, we've been waiting for you. And so we go and sit down. And I swear to God, for the next 30 minutes, all I did was rearrange the food on my plate so it looked like I was eating uh, and looked like I'd made an attempt. And I just moved the stuff from, you know, left and right. So she thought I was having a crack. But, mate, I couldn't do it. I, uh, I, I yeah, I was stuffed. But I, I felt awful. But, man, the schnitzel, the hobby moly. God, it is good. Best 10 bucks you'll spend. Now... One other um, one that we've we've had in in terms of bad habits during COVID, and I guess um, it ties in a little bit with uh, a question I've been pondering lately, G, and that is when you and I reach retirement age, what are we going to be like? <laughs> and I'm on on one side, I'm worried, but on the other, I think we we'd kick ass and we'd be pretty good at the whole retirement game because let's face it. I think the first thing we're planning once lockdown's over is a golf trip. Um, 
you your big outing the other week was to go and get a massage. So I mean, it's not like we're we're doing much different to what we'd be doing in retirement. So I think we've got a head start, but nonetheless, I think exactly that. I reckon I reckon we are um well certainly myself uh, in this little career break I'm almost testing what retirement looks like and I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> How's the big tuna fish going though? Are you uh are you still getting on the bike and you you enjoying that side of life as well? Yeah, look, it's it's tough to balance. You don't have much. It's funny you have more time. <laughs> than you have time so you know. <laughs> don't don't tell the listeners that you just run out of time in the day <laughs> look there's only so many pieces in a cake and once you start allocating those pieces to golf and massages then there's less there's less cake for for biking and exercise but somehow you still make time to actually eat the cake as well now the, the cake's the, always gone <laughs> <laughs> The thing I want to ask you, though, is like, because in retirement, you know how old people do weird things, like quirky stuff, and they just think it's normal, and and younger people kind of scratch their head and go, oh, okay, fair enough. I won't question that. Um, one thing I've always found fascinating was the idea that people that go on vacations really close by, like if they're living in Coffs, they'll go for a holiday to to Woolgooga or if they're living in Karindi, they might go down to Sortel for a holiday. And I always thought it was like an old person thing, like where they're just looking to – they get itchy feet and they just want to get – go somewhere without going too far. Anyway, a good mate of ours that you'll remember, G, uh, Daniel, Denny American, shout out to the Big D. Um, uh, yeah. He's uh, – look, he's, he's had a kid recently, so I'll give him that. Um, new addition to the family. Congratulations to Sally. Now, they'd been planning their first vacation since having the baby. They were going to do a – there was two, two couples, and they both have a kid each, and they thought, sweet, it's a good time, go for a holiday together. Now, Denny decided to leave it to the other couple to decide and, and book the holiday and whatnot, and he was just going to roll with it. So it got to the weekend. He packed the car, ready to go, asked for them to, to pin the directions of the accommodation. Guess where they went? I reckon they're in coughs. And if they're not going too far, like Port Macquarie? He was thinking they might go to Port Macquarie, Scott's Head, Crescent Head. They just went down to, to Sortel for the night. What? <laughs> their, their, big, uh, their big vacation post-baby uh, was to, to have a little trip 10 minutes down the road to... To lovely Sawtell. Nothing wrong with Sawtell. It's just uh, when I think of holiday, I don't think ten minutes away. That should be a slogan. Why isn't that a slogan? <laughs> that's that's true, and you're right. There's nothing wrong with Sawtell. It's just that there's something's wrong when you're from Coffs. <laughs> if you are spending more time packing the car than you are journeying to the destination, that's not a holiday. Yeah. You're running you're, you're running errands. That's what it is. <laughs> Staycation. Basically, I mean, I'd rather stay in my own bed, but anyway. Um, Gee, so retirement. How's your? I want to know how how big Bill's going during during COVID. What's yeah. he like? The thing about yeah, that question you posed. So pre-retirement, like this is a good a good test for pre-retirement. When you think about Billy Saro and what he's been up to, that brings into the question: At what age do you retire? Because <laughs> Billy's just into his mid sixties and he's still a solid five to six day a week, just incredible work ethic. 
shout out to Bill. But um, yeah, when when do you retire? Is the retirement age going up now? I remember your your every time I see your dad, the first questions he he asks me without a doubt is he asks me whether my dad, the Rob Dog, whether he's retired yet. Ah, oh, you reckon it's a bit of competition? I don't. I'm not saying it's competition. I'm just <laughs> saying it's interesting. Yeah, different gen, different generations, I guess, and 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 that probably ties into, you know, the bad bad habits and 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 what COVID does to the office worker, as opposed to obviously both our old boys are out in the field during their jobs, so they're not haven't been restricted as much. But yeah, interesting point that. I swear, like when my dad does retire, he's just um, he's not long got his first smartphone. And he's figured out how to use YouTube. And I swear to God, his retirement is going to be him sitting down with a sore neck watching old boxing matches on YouTube that he finds. Because <laughs> you know how YouTube, it just tells you, okay, at the end of the video, next video starting in three seconds. And yep. if, you, if you don't press a button, it just loads. He's strapped in for the next six hours. How good is that? There you go. So maybe the, the office life is going to come around and get him in retirement. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, gee, it is, of course, the time everybody waits for to investigate the trend. And what have you got this week for us? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, we've got some stuff that our listeners sent back to us through your through the Instagram poll that we run. And um, very, very similar. So the first thing that I've got is basically that there's this thing called panic eating and comfort foods. So just like your friend who had to get Uber Eats and Lasagna and uh, and Mikey, who's eating 19 times a day, uh, and myself, who's booking on my doors, why don't we have both? Let's get Domino's and have butter chicken. Um, panic, panic eating is or Well, not so much panic eating. Um, more so, I reckon, the comfort food side where, you know, you're just chilling out, you've been sitting around, you think about having something to eat, so you kind of just do. And that's one of the trends that uh, that's that's kicked off. So my question to you, Sean, is has that hit the eastern suburbs of Sydney yet and your apartment? I can say for the first month of lockdown, it definitely hit my apartment hard. And I was doing quite some comfort eating and comfort drinking. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I ballooned a little bit. I'm not saying I was as big as the big tuna, but I was substantially larger. But then, mate, I I just had one of those moments where I was like, you know what the moment was? And I've got no shame in disclosing this. We've been getting into a bit of golf, you and I, as much as we're not playing together. We, we do send each other videos and photos and whatnot on the course um, as one of the few things you could do during COVID. And I had these this lovely pair of um, white shorts that went very well with um, with my polo for when I'm going out on the course. And it got to the point where I couldn't get the top button done up <laughs> on the white shorts. And that was the moment where I looked in the mirror as my – basically was left with a, with a muffin top. And uh, <laughs> I just looked in the mirror and thought, you pathetic human being. And I'm not saying everyone else that has enjoyed comfort eating should feel pathetic. I'm just saying, for me personally, that was the moment I decided I need to uh, I need to get back into shape. Um, 
And fortunately, as I've said on previous episodes, swimming's been a godsend for me. Um, shout out to to Joe, Ollie, Nacho, Max, who are in our little swimming club, um, the Budgie Brigade, as we call it. And uh, yeah, mate, it's been a it's been a godsend because I can definitely put my hand up and say, comfort eating, I know it well. Well, the good thing about balloons and ballooning out is that they're easy to pop. And to combat your story about the shorts, mate, just go up a size. How is that? The thing is, mate, for the for the two weeks leading up to that, I was literally thinking maybe it's time to go up a short size. But this this moment, for whatever reason, it triggered me, and I just thought, no, stuff that. I'm not getting a whole new wardrobe. I'll just get off my backside and uh, and do something about it. Sometimes the easiest option isn't always the best option, so I'm glad you did something about it. And something you said there um, about uh, about having a few more extra drinks, that was the other thing, Sean, which, which you touched on getting through there, uh, alcohol. So obviously everyone's having a few more extra drinks through the week to go with their comfort eating, which, um, you know, makes sense, helping get through the ups and downs of, of lockdown. And the, the last two things I wanted to touch on for investigating the trend was, um, you know, again, something you spoke about. So a bit of a lack of structure, you know, a lack of exercise. And I can attest to that too with more slices <laughs> of the cake going towards things that aren't necessarily productive, but nonetheless investing more time in there and taking it away from getting out on the bike or going for a run. Uh, and the last one was social media binges. So just getting stuck. So it sounds like the Rob Dog's fallen victim to this. Gets stuck on his he has on his mobile. So any any uh, bad habits you've developed on the phone, mate? Bad habits on the phone, I would say. I went through a bad habit of using Apple News on my phone to have a look at the news articles, and I kept telling it what I wanted to read about, and it just always kept getting it wrong. And I kept it, it give you the clickbait. You know, oh, you'll never guess what Sally said to Dean on last night's episode of X Factor. It's like, I don't even know who Sally or Dean are. I didn't even know X Factor was on. But lo and behold, I find myself clicking on the link because I want to know what's going on. And I feel, again, like an absolute moron. So that was a terrible habit. But I've deleted the app, the Apple News app. Um, I don't trust it. And I I feel... um, I feel a little bit lighter knowing, not knowing what's going on between Sally and Dean. I'm glad, I'm glad you went there because you, you built directly into my points. Now, these, these are some things that you may or may not have heard, but clickbait is one, the old Facebook clickbait. Have you heard of Google Doctor? Where essentially you just Google something and the first thing you read becomes your diagnosis, um, the old Google (laughs) Doctor. And WhatsApp Professor. So you ever find yourself just believing everything you read from your mates in, in your groups and everything like that? Oh, God, yeah. There's a so, bit of that going on at the moment. Yeah. Well, uh, I wanted to, to fill you in on, on my social media binge, and it's uh, it's actually TikTok. Oh, no. I can't get enough of it. And the reels, oh. you just don't know where you're going to go. Oh, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> I went through a phase where I'd be on it for like 30 to 45 minutes at a time. Easy, easy. And then deleted it, read that same article everyone read where everything's going back to China and they're monitoring your movements and there's no coding on it. They can see everything. I went, nah, not doing that. It lasted about three weeks and I'm back. I'm back on TikTok. Of course you are. 
I've always found that interesting, right? This whole this whole thought around I'm going to delete it because China's watching. It's like, do you know anyone in China? Like, are you? What's the problem? I'd, if some if some person in China is looking at the, the the whatever I'm looking at, I feel sorry for them. Yeah, true. And if they were especially having to rewatch what I've watched, absolute junk on TikTok. Rubbish, right? Absolute rubbish. Anyway, gee, thanks for uh, going through, through the uh, the trend this week for us. Um, much much to to think about there. Um, the drinking one in particular, because one of the other ones that we got in um, through the week, and I know who this was, and I'm not going to reveal his name, um, but he following on from Jack last week saying he's the bottom shelf whiskey drinker. We've had someone else message in saying that they have also got into whiskey, but they mix it with lemonade. Oh, cardinal sin. Yeah, not a good one. <laughs> this has been Bad Habits During COVID. It's the Sean and G podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, from Sean and G, we're signing out. Ciao for now. Ciao for now.